Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community. Mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing the umpteenth on-site poetry contest emceed by Mo Baustern of Portland, Oregon. This set was recorded at the Liberty Theater on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's the show. You guys are well trained after a weekend. Welcome to the umpteenth annual Fisher Poets On-Site Poetry Contest. An extremely dry name for what is essentially a free-for-all. There are so many rules to this year's contest that it's almost like when they decide to limit a fishery by erecting certain barriers by, you know, requiring a permit, and then you have to have, you purchase days to fish, and all sorts of, you know, and then you have to have a fish hold that has refrigerated seawater, and if you can manage to clear all those hurdles, you might win the contest. And that's all you, it's just that, you get that. <laughs> I hope you'll be around later for the winner, sir. Uh, if you are participating in the contest, that means you have a quest, that you have a poem that has, does, do people want to just tell me? Three colors. Three sounds. Three smells. A voice. Under a minute. There's one more. There we go. Well, it has to be on the theme of the Fisher Poets Gathering. I'm not sure exactly what that theme is because of the very, I guess you could do it about washing dishes <laughs> this year. Um, so what, we have two contestants. That now is when you get, yes? I, I can't, I just see your hand waving. Hand waving is not in the contest rules. But if you want to participate, yes, line up here and you will. Yep. And I'm going to time you. That's good. Alana, did you, are you writing? Did you read, write one? No, no. Elma? Is Elma Burnham in the house? No, Elma. It's okay. I'll just text her. All right, do we have our contestants? I also wanted to just take a moment to mention that it's the 50th anniversary of the occupation of Wounded Knee, and there's a huge celebration going on in Lakota lands right now where people have gathered to commemorate that. And our very own Fisher poet, Ed Edmo, was there 50 years ago. So, pretty special. He's uh, sitting down. And that's, you know, he's done a lot of work hauling everything today, entertaining 150 people at his workshop today. So, it's pretty special. All right, are we ready? I just want to also establish that everybody knows what a color is. People are clear on colors, sounds. I'm just the MC. I just want to make sure you guys know what they are. Is rainbow a color? That's my question. Like, are we going to establish that? Rainbow is a color. Okay, great. All right, excellent. And then as far as... Uh, as far as... Uh, 
seconds, 60 of them. Do we understand that? Okay, because if you get up here and you start talking about your poem, that's part of the 60 seconds, right? We know this. All right, so I want everybody to pull together, take a big breath, and just give them a huge gust of that sweet south wind to blow them onto the stage to do their work. Okay, number one, Mr. Doug Rhodes. Breaking the ice. All night with warm diesel essence, our captain had drove, only to power puke with a crackle and a sizzle onto the hot Dickinson stove. It was just at first light, his gills were sure green, the odor of his vomit was almost obscene. <laughs> the second that happened, three more of the crew headed for the railing, retching, retching that rancid smell and goo. He made only one black hot trip, but he's not singing the blues from that single trip he qualified for his black cod IFQs. Thirty-one seconds. Doug. Uh, who are you? Come on up. What's your name? I am Bridget Bayer. Okay, Bridget. Take it away. And I got the old-fashioned, really short and sweet. You know. Sometimes, rockfish are red, greenlings look blue, dead crabs smell bad in the hold like you. <laughs> Dolphins make squeals, orcas spy and mark, seagulls scream their calls, but captains, they bark. Low tides reek of brine, squid smells of goo, Galley scents are fine when the fishing is too. Thirty-six seconds. Way to go, Bridget. I'm just the MC. I just want to be clear. I'm not counting anything. My ADD does not work that way. Come on up, Fred Steger from Kodiak, Alaska. A greenhorn's luck. True story. Red and green buoys, blue boat lumbering between, her wooden planks groaning while the gas engine screams. High water alarm buzzing terrible tone, a greenhorn skipper stands all alone. Five bilge pumps spew out a god-awful slurry, smell of rotten wood, gasoline, old salmon gurry. The fish aboard worth far more than his craft. He needs a tender and he needs one fast. Did he make it? A voice in the audience shouts. Well, I'm standing here grinning, so I guess there's no doubt. Thirty-three seconds. Everybody's doing great. Come on up. So next, Alana, Alana, come and stand at the edge of the stage. You keep coming. Keep coming towards me. I will. <laughs> What's your uh, name? My name is Eric Nelson. And I fished probably back, uh, am I starting? All right, I'm gonna start there. And I gotta go on. I was kind of a tourist fishing. I uh, fished back in probably uh, 90, or no, 2003. You got what? Clock is running. A clock is running, and I'm gonna run the clock. I just wanna tell a fishing story. All right? So, now I'm just gonna include three colors, red, green, blue, and uh, three sounds. Ka-ka! and uh, um, splash, and uh, mm, I don't want to wake up. Okay, those are some sounds. Uh, three smells, uh, fecal matter, uh, that's a bad one. And uh, the smell of uh, rotten fish on the deck, if you're not hosing them off, that's, uh, that's a bad smell. And another smell is uh, uh, what? dead albacore, like three days later, smells bad, and a voice, Hi, my name's Eric Nelson, glad to meet you. So I'm, I'm past a minute, and that's okay. I was gonna, just going to talk about dump day back when the one season I crabbed. 
which was back in 93. <laughs> I can't. No. Great job. Come on, Alana. No, no, I'm still. No, no, you're done. It was dump day, though. Oh, babe. I'm, I'll lose. That's okay, yeah, yeah. but no, it's a story. No, no, that's that's the works. passion of the whole thing. Come back up and tell us the story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, Alana. Thank okay. you, buddy. Give him a big hand. Because there's always someone trying to get around the regs. Go along. The unwashed hold, three weeks ripe, smelled like stale jizz. The jellies, magenta, purple, and turquoise with their electric alien beauty were the first creatures on earth to inspire such ire from this peace-loving greenie. Splish splash from the gaff as I mustered all the violence I could, spearing them through off the side of the skiff. I'd been collecting unpleasant experiences. But tonight, the sizzle of the sandwich my deckmate flipped, the rich fragrance of cheddar and butter on the grill was enough to soothe me. You looked like you could use a snack, he said. The crunch of the greasy toasted bread was as welcome a sound to my ear as the butter was a taste to my tongue. The fragrance of the iconic grilled cheese drowning out the low but ever-present odor of old water and salt trapped under my wristers. Jelly rashes and old jizz stenches be damned, I had melted cheddar. Fifty-six seconds. Way to go, Alana. Come on up. Tall man. I am tall, that's there for sure. Uh, my name is Clark Hannes. Uh, I came into this world with a view of the Chesapeake Bay, born to an extended family of crab fishermen and teamsters. The very first smell I remember loving was Old Bay's boiling into crab meat. To be honest, I haven't spent much time at sea. My father was a lawyer and I'm a math teacher. But I'm in love with an Astoria girl, so I feel like I fit here. I'm a fisherman in the way that we all are, though, using our words like bait on a lure. Hearts green with envy, cheeks red with lust. We cast our line, and it's, and it's tight, short, sweet, and devastating, if at all possible. So when we see our buddies the next day, smelling of sex and a greasy breakfast, we can tell the story of our catch. Her heart is this big. And y'all, it really is. She's great. <laughs> and she caught me too. I'm flopping around on her deck, hoping this ain't a catch and release. <laughs> you came real close there, sacrificing somebody's time to praise this woman. One minute even. <laughs> Math teacher, good with rules. Come on up, Nancy Cook. called MV Yukon Princess, somewhere south of St. Paul. I crouch in the warm lee of the stack that smells for some reason like maple syrup. Sea air condenses a glisten onto cheeks chapped beneath bunk blurred eyes. Stare, sea stare, stare and went out from the black green Pantone M39 sheen of the Bering Sea blank horizon, a voice. There's a mermaid singing beneath the engine. There's a mermaid singing beneath the roar. Are you listening? Are you listening? I am listening. Hydraulics, wine, glaucuscles, squawk. Earmuffs, silence, resistance, dawn orange, grundens, grab dry gloves, into the factory, cod awful stench of work. Any other nerds out there running the timers? Because that was. 1084 over. Sorry, babe. Come on in. That was Nancy Cook, and I'm Nazina Cook. 
Dip netting from memory. It's hard to know if what you know is really known or just told and recreated. That's why I say I think one day I may have been a fisher. Long days with bright blue skies to contrast with the flowing icy gray. The hissing silts gave the copper a breath that would always stay. The air is thick with fish, it's almost suffocating. My nose and cheeks are red as my cherry coveralls, keeping me warm as a snoring bear hibernating, if they're really warm when they're hibernating. My mom's lack of fear brought me plenty. She precociously maneuvered the long silver pole I assumed in length must have been 120. I was too small to pull my own great salmon, but the tug of a fish pulling me in was all too easy to imagine. The clanking clatter of packing up meant sweet cocoa aromas would soon fill my nose, but one last task lay in my path before I could finally wear dry clothes. Give thanks and give back, she spoke, and presented me with a closed palm. I observed with bright eyes the still tender, beating, bloody, irony heart of a great copper red that soon down her throat was gone. Your mom taught you a lot. A lot of good stuff. It was 102. I'm so, I don't, I'm just, it's just the fact. I'm going to give that to the judges. They can do whatever they want with that, but. I don't want to face Nancy Cook with that, so uh, come on up. Is this tall enough for you? I think so. All right, good. Thank you. Okay. I see as bright as an eye, your brand is not for pink relationship, married to the green sea, so no need to break up when you cross the slapping bar. Man out longer dreaming through screaming screens and returning with new dreams of two knock pots, limerence, leprechaun, love something at the end of a moving rainbow. It really has nothing to do with age or snarling exes or smelly sexes or syrupy kids. Home on the 25th, solar yellow new moon eclipse, still no touch after six months. Love is like an entire plume of gaslight, but I'm going to let the boom and see it. All sparkly fizz and chrysanthemum bloom, a hurly unfurling sulfur mortar, and there's nothing you can do about that. It takes two at the block and broad crab-scented hands cruising broadband porn hub devouring white, Sweet manna, the blind of night LED. My hand slipped, so I think I'm pretty sure you were under a minute, right? Come on up. Hold that, please. You may have a swig if you'd like. Okay. I'm a recreational fisher who lives 43 miles to the south overlooking the Halem Bay. Lobster, shrimp, crab, and eel. Crunchy, slimy, slippery feel. Fresh brown shellfish dropped into the boiling pot. Turn bright orange as they get hot. Catch them, then cook them. They hiss and they pop. And eat them down with yellow butter on top. My favorite of them all, the Dungeness Crab. Don't get in my way, you might get stabbed. Our wedding vows, my husband did pledge to love, honor, and obey. But most important was, said, with this ring I thee wed and promise to keep you in crab every day. A joyous sound as you smash the claw. A loud crack means I'm ready to gnaw. Breathe deep the essence of the briny smell. Just clean it up after, or they stink like hell. That was one minute. Well done. What's your name? Katie. All right, Katie. Each February, the Fisher Poets issue their siren song. It speaks to me with a voice deep and resonant, like Sam Elliott or Tracy Adkins. 
compelling me to join this fellowship, lulling me with their visions of shiny silver scales, clanging marker buoys, the smell of salty sweet brine, the rhythmic rattle of the engine, and music blasting on the deck. Just as I am about to purchase a wool cap and waders and foul siren Sam, realization breaks through, hot and bright like a deck light. The romantic black of night is also the black of a pungent hydraulic oil mishap. The noises are the whining of dangerous ropes spinning and heavy equipment banging. The lingering smell is of a dank slickers and the realization that seeing the golden sunrise means you're up before sunrise. I realize all these people on stage are as tough and sturdy as Carhartt and I am summer gauze. It is best for everyone. I leave the dangerous, heavy, creative work to others. Instead, with each bite of fish or crab or shrimp, I will be grateful for the added Fisher Poet seasoning. The points for heartfelt sentiment, sadly, do not erase the 17 seconds that went over. Just got a text. Oh, we need names. Do I need the na names? That person, I don't understand. There's a word. John sent me a text that said names. So, yeah, introduce yourselves. I feel like people have been doing that. Do people feel like people have been All right, also, I just want to say that I don't know if you remember, I got to do this with Ron McDaniel, okay? And every time people went over, Ron would just be like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I don't do that. I, I, you know, I think it's because I was a Kodiak deckhand. <laughs> All right, step on up and say your name. No, you get to say your name for as long as you want, and then I'll start the timer. But thanks for the clarifying question. <laughs> Hello, my name is Crystalline. Crystalline. Okay, remember we have no hearing. Crystalline. Okay. Name and what? Oh, McMinnville, Oregon. Okay. Lost in blankets, dark and deep, I finally drift away to dreams of old life lost at sea in salty scented spray. The yellow sunlight of the morn has faded blue to black. The crescent moon, she speaks to me and begs me answer back. The tones of seabirds, quiet now. I hear soft songs in foam. On land I sleep in slumber deep, but in my dreams I roam on ebb and flow of ocean tide and rise and fall of wave. I smell the fish and diesel smoke. It will hold me all my days. My hair is gray. My body creaks like boards upon the deck. My soul looks back towards fishing days, a blessed, perfect wreck. That's 41 seconds. I'm just looking at this t-shirt coming up here that says Chicken Alaska. Please introduce yourself. And then I'll start the timer. I'm Janine Robin, and I'm a lawyer from Portland. 84, I got married and acquired Mark's three children, John, my imp, Amy, my joy, and Josh, my first fisher boy. Blonde hair the color of ripening wheat. Why does it smell like dirt and puddles? He doesn't want my hugs and cuddles. He wants to go fishing. Blue-green river, wide gray ocean, distasteful whiffs of bracken brine. Josh doesn't hunger for skills like mine. He wants to go fishing. Creaking boats, shrieking gulls, his excited chatter. What I have to offer doesn't matter. His uncle took him fishing. I can't resist seeing this, but a lawyer knows their way around being brief. <laughs> 36 seconds. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> All right, um, my name is Amanda Gladix. I live here in Astoria. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> All right, 
An eerie blue light flickers in my dim spare bedroom, sliced apples, cashews, and a century of dust, the evening's perfume. Keystrokes tap, mouse hand whispers, we are ready to resume. A disembodied voice, my own, breaks in with a harping admonition. Hey, you're on mute. The phrase beats us all into submission. We're all here together, but alone in a virtual pandemic edition. Three long years since we've heard the timber of these voices crowded shoulder to shoulder in these hallowed places. As the day drew near though, the forecast began to worsen. Gray skies, white snow, but you still came, even if you were uncertain. I hope you found the real connection that you were seeking, for you have shown that nothing could stop this Fisher Poets gathering live and in person. <laughs> you can really tell how hard people have been paying attention because everybody is doing like emphatic pauses. Happily, Amanda managed to come in at 59 seconds. Come on up, Ingrid. Ingrid Reese Bellingham. Helga was a spinster, blue-eyed, flaming red hair with one noticeable flaw. She sported a large purple proboscis, kind of like a heavy drinker's, except Helga was a teetotaler. Go north, her mother said. I've heard there are plenty of men, even though, as they say, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. So Helga sailed north across the briny sea to work in a Kodiak cannery that smelled like fish guts and stale B.O. One night at the Dewdrop Inn, Helen met Lars, a, a Swedish cod fisherman who stood a good six inch shorter. Would you like to dance, he asked shyly. As they shuffled around the sticky dance floor enveloped by stale smoke and cheap aftershave, Lars Lars rested his head on Helga's ample bosom and knew that she would provide a soft place to fall. Later, Helga would smile and say, the best thing about Lars are his cod man's hands. Previous champion, when there were no time limits. One minute, eight seconds. Thank you for your service. Come on up. Sorry? Yeah, that's good. Mark, Astoria, Oregon. I wish I had my glasses. I am neither a fisherman or a poet. I'm a bar pilot. I have salt in my veins. I came up here to ground this event geographically in Astoria, Oregon. Sailing at 14, launch boat till I was 18, merchant ship since 85, bar pilot for the last eight years. I have salt in my veins. The orange and white pilot vessel Peacock sits at the parking lot of the Maritime Museum here in Astoria. It plied the Pacific blue for over 30 years as a station boat for pilot and crew. Witnesses the ocean, sorry, witness to the aroma of many breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the occasional seasickness, and the occasional bowel movement. <laughs> the voice inside me whispers, you stand on the shoulders of giants. I am in awe and grateful of all the pilots who came before me. When I chat with the local fishermen on VHF, the Grumpy Jay, the Iron Lady, Raven, South Bay, and Wrangler, I am in awe and grateful for what you do. We are brothers. We have salt in our veins. Astoria Bar Pilot, everybody, a legend. The Astoria Bar Pilots are legend. Columbia Bar is one of the most dangerous water crossings in the world. Legend. However, keeping track by tide, 
And by the movement of the waters, not so much by the prison of the clock, a minute 17. Also, I hope people have more than an occasional bowel movement on those boats because things get grumpy. Come on up. Let's see where you're at. Hi, my name is Rick. I'm from Portland. Uh, there was a group of fisher poets so witty and wise. They fished by day and wrote by night under the starry skies. Their lines were sharp. Their rhymes were so fine. They could each catch fish and, wor and words at the same time. The sounds of the waves as they crashed on the shore. The singing of the crew as they worked and they swore. And the scratching of the pen on the paper so white were the sounds of the fisher poet's delight. The colors of the sea were blue, green, and gray, and the fish they caught swam in a rainbow display. From yellow to pink and their shades in between, their poetry shone like the colors of a dream. The smell of the sea was salty and fresh. Mixed with the scent of fish, it was quite the mesh. But the smell of their words was a different thing, a fragrance so sweet it made our hearts sing. So here's to the fisher poets, so clever and sly. They can catch fish and make us laugh with a twinkle in their eye. Their words are like fish, they hook us in deep, and we can't help but smile as we laugh and we weep. He made it. Yes. He made it. I also just want to say to the Portlanders, that uh, Lara Messersmith-Glavin and I are hosting our annual ebb tide set in Portland, Monday night. And if you show up, you can read your poem there. Your one minute poem. <laughs> Come on up. You're awesome, though. Thanks. <laughs> okay, wait, let me get my timer. Okay, right. timer. Uh, Jesse Jess, Nahalem Bay. <laughs> I don't fish for fish, per se. I search for a different kind. My catch doesn't bring a price per pound or tug upon a line. In fact, the loot I haul on shore is worth nothing, not a dime. Folks really pay to send it out, smash it up, make it go away. So here's the thing about this pastime of mine. I love it. I can't get enough. I coax others to do it, too. Aging yellow dock foam and turquoise knotted rope. More tiny plastic shit than I can hardly cope. I come upon the water to clear my racing mind. I look upon the ocean to see beyond the daily grind. That smell of salt and sand and rotting creatures big and small tell me life is short. I'm human after all. But not even the roaring of her mighty waves can pull me from this duty. I hear the gulls squawk and watch them pluck for fake food. I hear that bro chuck his can as it tumbles to my feet. I don't fish for fish, per se, but I'll tell you what I do. I pull the trash from beaches, rivers, and highways too. I pull that net in with a fresh catch of all that shit that will never go away. So think of me when you lose that rope while fishing around Nehalem Bay. Another occupation unencumbered by the cage of time. <laughs> One minute and 18 seconds. Thank you for your labors on the shores, Jess. Come on up. I didn't invent 60, I didn't invent time. You, I struggle with it almost more than anyone else here. Thank you, <laughs> All right, ready? Hi, I'm Robin Coger. I make these notebooks. How do I hide my secret pleasure meant only for myself? When it's filling the air, nothing to do but share. The smokehouse full of salmon fulfilling their life cycle over crackling alder transitioning from soft pink to rare red to hard russet, succulent.
Their unctuous, luxurious decadence, moisturizing my fingers with their essential oils. My greed and gluttony evidenced by my smacking lips. And finally, once their flesh is devoured, leaving only their skins to sizzle in my frying pan, filling the house with my favorite perfume, Eau de Fish. As someone with a notebook fetish, I'm very tempted to lean into corruption. I hope you enjoyed that long and pregnant pause. One minute, seven seconds. Okay. This is not that, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> uh, I'm Alexa, I'm from Niatu and Newport. Uh, I'd smell the brown salt drying kelp the tides had washed ashore, loved popping sounds of feet stomped floats, but always wanted more. To hear the slap of salmon tails, catch the stench downwind of success. On waves of blue, I once declared, there's gold in them there nets. The color of money still best the cold wet smell of many fears. But when silver scales fade and there's more than a few gray hairs stiff in my beard, one voice shall still lure me back to see, yea, tis a siren song. With love, I'll still be called astray when all the fish are gone. Getting back on track with those fancy boots, 40 seconds. All righty, come on. I'm not going to bite. My name's Kevin. The siren song, the smell of sea, green. The cry of the gulls, the stench of bilge, brown. The roar of combers, I smell fear, black. An old voice spoke, I need a new job. Quite the swagger at 21 seconds. Nicely done. All right, are we ready? Excellent. You're doing do great. My name is Kat. I'm a Neetarshan. I wrote this in the notebook I got today at the Gear Shack. Throw the buoy. Corks stretched crest to crest. Leads are high above the trough. I never get seasick, only scared. Brown bird smiles to me. Yellow beak, crooked wings. Gray sky, green water. Nostrils filled of diesel, blood, and salt. Snap, crack, bang. We're back again, brings me home. Brown gull calls to me. Ka, ka. Bloody water swirls at my feet. I throw a gill into the sky and I shout, I love you! <laughs> 40 seconds. We love that. Come on up. <laughs> He's talking on his way up, so he won't. <laughs> Come on. Are you ready? You're nice and tall. I'm ready. I'm Todd. That was my wife. She's probably going to beat me. I had a real short one. Red, orange, pink. Rank, funk, stink. Crack, whack, smack. A voice cries out, throw the buoy. Ten and a half. It's kind of turned into a different kind of contest, but I let you know, come on up. Are you ready? Is this too uh, tough? Yeah, I think it's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. I'm Amy, Astoria currently. They're laughing at me again, the gulls. They want my lunch. Ha ha ha. 
I'm trying to learn the birds, the black one with the orange throat. Which one is that? Bark, bark, bark. It's not a seal. It has ears. So said the placard. Water, water everywhere. I can't stop staring. Gunmetal undulating. Charcoal heaves back and forth. How many ways can you say gray? Today the bridge is gone, disappeared by the fog. A wall of white. Little cat feet indeed. Stale beer crinkles my nose, but salty too. And is something dead? Yuck. Wait, what is a pile buck? I'm new here, I'm still learning, but I saw three rainbows today. Forty-four respectable seconds, and I think we found the contest rules for next year. How many ways can you say gray? Come on up. Wait, you took your hat off. Sorry. <laughs> Come on up, green sweatshirt. <laughs> nice try, buddy. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. You betcha. Hello, everybody. My name is Nels, and I live in Naknik. I'm sure we did meet at the Red Dog. We did. I, yeah, we did. <laughs> I remember you in the smell of camel blues, you gashic views of charcoal hues, the artificial scent of hazelnut coffee mate. I remember you in the splash of a fish granted its wish, the crack of a net strung taut during stormy sets, the purr of an idle engine, a whiff of exhaust. I remember you as I navigate these uncharted waters. I call out your name, your voice is gone, Father. These tides are turbid, the water is black, an ocean of grief, giant waves crest aft. The loud hailer is silent as I weather this storm, a safe harbor of your lessons, our memories formed. The current feels strong no matter where I go, but a fleet I've found checking in on me on the radio. You've left a backlash in my life's net but I'm learning to mend it and looking forward to my next set. I remember you. Fifty-two seconds. There we go, and a good memory. Uh, I'm just the MC. I don't make up rules, but I feel like if you already participated and you were disqualified and then you changed your clothes, you're still the same person. You're, you're good. Stay here. <laughs> but if you want a job, I think people are hiring on every setnet site in Kodiak. All right. Uh, I'm Tom Bomb Tom. I'm from Astoria. He fished the shoals for Kazanoko Gold, ran the rips for Kenai Reds. He chased many a lady's black heart. Ichi Kukuru is the sound of the horny gillnetter. <laughs> <clears throat> he reeks of armpit juice. And sweaty butt cracks. <laughs> 30 shorts, boys. 30 shorts. How do you like me now, kid? Long live the king. Thirty-four seconds. Very good for Mr. Hilton. I'm very impressed that it's not even midnight and we've gotten through our entire line of poets. And so now what's gonna happen is a little bit of alchemy. Also, I'm really glad we cleared up the rainbow thing. I'm gonna walk out and then when I come back in, I will have the five finalists. I will have the names of the five finalists or at least descriptions or something. So applaud amongst yourselves.
I have the results. Thank you for shushing yourselves. We really have you trained after 26 years. That's very good. Okay, I just want to say once again, somebody tried to, you know, try and just like get us to do something that went over a little bit longer. For the first 10 years of the Fisher Poets, this contest was always won by a child. So, <laughs> That's not gonna happen this year, although we're close. Fred Steger, please come to the stage. Alana Kansaku Sarmiento, please come to the stage. Crystalline, Crystalline, please come to the stage. Kevin, please keep, keep, keep clapping. Keep coming to the stage. And Nils Neckneck, please come to the stage. These are your five finalists. We're not going to time them because we already know. Uh, tallest goes first. Nils? No, it's always better to. <laughs> We're not going to go in order of height, it's just the tallest goes first. Um, but before we, I'm gonna, before we start, audience, you've been awesome. You lifted everybody. You held them. You, get, you blew the winds of luck their way. Please applaud now. Let us celebrate all of the poets. The effort that everyone made, Nancy Cook and her progeny, all the people on the list. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, don't make assumptions when I'm the MC. I'm just saying. I just said tallest first. You can sort yourselves out if you like. Okay, no, no, get back here. <laughs> All right. Just hit it. Okay, guys, ready for round two? It's the same poem. Okay. <clears throat> I remember you in the smell of camel blues, you gashic views of charcoal hues, the artificial scent of hazelnut coffee mate. I remember you in the splash of a fish granted its wish, the crack of a net strung taut during stormy sets, the purr of an idle engine, a whiff of exhaust. I remember you as I navigate these uncharted waters. I call out your name, your voice is gone, Father. These tides are turbid and the water is black. It's an ocean of grief, giant waves cresting the aft. The loud hailer is silent as I weather this storm. The safe harbor of your lessons are memories formed. The currents feel strong no matter where I go, but a fleet I've found checking in on me on the radio. You left a backlash in my life's net, but I've been learning to mend it and looking towards my next set. I remember you. Thank you, Niels. Now we will take the shortest poem. That's you, Kevin. <laughs> the siren song, the smell of sea, green. The cry of the gulls, the stench of bilge, brown. The roar of combers, I smell fear, black. An old voice spoke, I need a new job. Thank you, Kevin. Tallest boots. <laughs> Lost in blankets, dark and deep, I finally drift away to dreams of old life, lost at sea, and salty-scented spray, the yellow sunlight of the morn has faded blue, then black. The crescent moon, she speaks to me and begs me answer back. The tones of seabirds quiet now. I hear soft songs in foam. On land, I sleep in slumber deep, but in my dreams, I roam on ebb and flow of ocean tide, the rise and fall of waves, 
the smell of fish and diesel smoke will hold me all my days. My hair is gray, my body creaks like boards upon the deck. My soul looks back towards fishing days, a blessed, perfect wreck. Thank you, Crystalline. I'm gonna just take a little breath here because John Campbell performed in this every year. He always wrote one for the contest. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Okay. Skippers to the fore. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm just going to give this a little preface. This is a, this is a true story. This is a true story. This happened. My first day fishing the Columbia River gill netting was my best by far. <laughs> I don't even know if I made money after that. Okay, a greenhorn's luck. Red and green buoys, blue boat lumbering between, her wooden planks groaning while the gas engine screams. High water alarm buzzing, a terrible tone. A greenhorn skipper stands all alone. Five bilge pumps spew out a god-awful slurry, smell of rotten wood gasoline and old salmon gurry. The fish aboard worth far more than his craft. He needs a tender, and he needs one fast. Did he make it? A voice from the audience shouts. Well, I'm standing here grinning, so I guess there's no doubt. Thank you. Fred took me fishing here under the bridge in 1992. I got to fish the Columbia River with Fred, so pretty cool. I know, right? Just clap, just clapping. <laughs> okay, uh, and now the, we're gonna hear from all the poets who helped me re-injure my neck while dancing at the dance party last night. <laughs> I was an assist, but you're a big girl. You made that choice. I loved it. I loved it. No regrets. <clears throat> the unwashed hold, three weeks ripe, smelled like stale jizz. The jellies, magenta, purple, and turquoise with their electric alien beauty were the first creatures on earth to inspire such ire from this peace-loving greenie. Splish splash from the gaff as I mustered all the violence I could, spearing them through off the side of the skiff. I'd been collecting unpleasant experiences. But tonight, the sizzle of the sandwich my deckmate flipped, the rich fragrance of cheddar and butter on the grill was enough to soothe me. You looked like you could use a snack, he said. The crunch of the greasy toasted bread was as welcome a sound to my ear as the butter was a taste to my tongue. The fragrance of the iconic grilled cheese drowning out the low but ever-present odor of old water and salt trapped under my wristers. Jelly rashes and old jizz stenches be damned, I had melted cheddar. I'm assuming I'm going to get a winner envelope of some kind. So while we're all here, let's just remember all the hard work that the volunteers have put in and give them a round of applause. Any that are still left and awake, they had to work extra hard this year because there were a lot of no-shows on the volunteer roster as well as on the poets and the sound guys. And I also want to remember Mick Hansen. Was that his last name? He... Uh, he passed away. He was our beloved sound guy here. And there was a moment during uh, one of the poetry contests where I think it was the one where I did with Ron. And Mick was down here. And he was just like always watching and ready. 
And Ron was talking and, you know, permitting people to go over time. And <laughs> when you wear a hat like that, everybody's just like, oh, oh I'll do it. You say, okay, fine. And I just started whispering into the, I mean, the line. We didn't know when it would end. I, I just started whispering into the mic, dance off. Dance off. And I know that Ron blew his ears out when he was working concerts as a young man in between rodeo gigs and, you know, pretending to have a wife or whatever Nancy does. And uh, Mick heard me. And he just started... He got it all lined up, and then he got the dance-off going between us. And so we had, for the poetry contest, a dance-off, one by a gray-haired woman who just, it, I thought Amanda shook it the best, personally. I've been waiting for it ever since, but, you know, it was pretty amazing, and I really miss Mick. Um, so the judges are schooling up over here. Am I supposed to go over there? Okay. Well, eulogies are the thing this year. Nils. Come on up. I don't know why you bothered even sitting down. Yep, that's the tradition. Okay, this is the victory right here. It's your experience. It's what's happening here and what's happening here. Is, it, is there still the time limit? No. Okay, okay, I might feel this one. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. You already won. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, distinguished panel of judges. Um, very happy to be here tonight. Uh, uh, since I now have the stage and I can actually talk to you guys, uh, you know, earlier this year, I, I lost my father. And so, as I'm sure you can tell, that's what, who this poem is about. And uh, he was a man uh, of a big heart, bigger belly. And uh, yeah, this, one, this one's for him. So here, here it goes. I remember you in the smell of camel blues, eugashic views of charcoal hues, the artificial scent of hazelnut coffee mate. I remember you in the splash of a fish granted its wish, the crack of a net strung taut during stormy sets, the purr of an idle engine, a whiff of exhaust. I remember you. As I navigate these uncharted waters, I call out your name. Your voice is gone, Father. These tides are turbid and the water is black. It's an ocean of grief, giant waves cresting aft. The loud hailer is silent as I weather this storm the safe harbor of your lessons, our memories formed. The current feels strong no matter where I go, but a fleet I found checking in on the radio. You've left a backlash in my, life, in my life's net, but I'm learning to mend it and looking towards my next set. I remember you. This is all he gets, so give it to him. Thank you, Nils. And with that, we've come to the end of another poetry contest. Tomorrow morning, there's a farewell uh, mic happening for scheduled poets. Uh, you can go over and shake your booty at the Columbian Theater to the Ratfish Wranglers or whatever Ray Troll is calling his outfit now, Salmon Slammers, I don't know. And there's gospel singing at 9 o'clock, so, and it's just for fun. So you won't get in trouble if you don't sing in tune, I guess, and please exit expeditiously. Uh, their staff here would like to go home. Thank you so much. That was the umpteenth on-site poetry contest, recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Saturday, February 25th, 2023.
Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wartman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to thefisherpoetryarchive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow you winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes.